Well, hello there, friends. Welcome to the Kogo Podcast. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Uh, don't forget that the purpose of this podcast is to move leaders in Ohio to be challenged through bite-sized conversations about ministry, leadership, and growth. And so I would invite you just in these next few moments to take a listen and to step into your God call and to be challenged as we move together here in the state of Ohio. Hey, we are so excited today, friends, to have with us Joel Penton. Joel is the CEO and founder of LifeWise Academy uh, that's based right here in good old Ohio. And so uh, this podcast is more of an informative one just to let you know about what this ministry does. And so, Joel, Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. We're so glad to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. So, Joel, just for the the sake of our listeners, um, can you please talk a little bit about what the mission of LifeWise Academy is um, in your your ministry? Yeah, absolutely. So we at LifeWise Academy, we provide Bible education for public school students during school hours. And so most people think that sounds bizarre or that sounds uh, illegal. Uh, But uh, what few people realize is that uh, in 1952, the Supreme Court ruled that public school students can be released from public school during school hours to receive religious instruction if the program is off school property, privately funded, and students have parental permission. So we believe this is the a great missed opportunity that this is maybe the best kept secret. We don't want it to be a secret, but uh, our program uh, empowers communities. We provide all the tools and processes and resources and training so that uh, any community coast to coast could uh, implement a program LifeWise uh, to provide Bible education, gospel-centered, uh, biblical teaching to their public school students during the school day. Okay. Joel, how long has LifeWise been in existence? Well, it, it existed on paper in 2018. That's when we had the idea, when we kind of stumbled into this thing of what's called released time religious instruction, which release time has been around since 1952. Um, but not, 2018, we were like, wait a minute, is this really a thing? Kids can be taken out of school and taught the Bible and then brought back? Well, we, we need to try this. And so on 20, in 2018, we put it on paper and then we launched two pilot programs in 2019 and uh, then of course weathered a pandemic but the lord has been doing some crazy things and we're going to be serving 325 schools across 13 states this school year 325 schools across 13 states that's incredible um and you guys are based right out of columbus is that correct yeah technically our support center or headquarters is in uh, the Columbus area, but but the truth is, more than half of our uh, central staff work remote. You know, they work from home or they work in different, even different states. And our programs are all over the state of Ohio, uh, predominantly in Ohio. But then, as you've heard, starting to see growth in other states as well. Okay, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So you mentioned a few minutes ago, you talked about uh, the the question of whether this is legal. And I'm sure you right. guys get this question a lot as people ask about this whole separation between church and state. So h- how does that separation influence what LifeWise seeks to accomplish in the lives of kids? 
Yeah, well, people do often ask, you know, how is this possibly legal? They think it sounds illegal. And yeah, that phrase separation of church and state uh, comes up and say, how could this be, you know, with the, with the separation of church and state? And what we like to point out is that um, the life-wise and release time is really a beautiful manifestation of this idea of the separation of church and state in the sense that the students are literally separated from physically separated from the public school building to go and to learn the Bible. And so we, we don't mind that, you know, some people will even say, Oh, you should be able to do this in the school building. And we say, well, maybe, but honestly, we don't mind it. We like the bar being set high, you know, that it does take a lot to to show up and to pick up the kids and to take them off site. And so, so you, you know, you basically have to start a private school, have a facility and have a staff and curriculum and systems and all those things. But that means we need to uh, show up with a high level of excellence. And we don't mind doing that because we want to represent the King well uh, as his ambassadors. Okay. Incredible. If you were to... If you were to like identify the big why, so why does LifeWise do what it does? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what LifeWise does is provide this gospel-centered Bible education during school hours that, you know, is known as release time. But why we do it is really because of the need. There is a great need among all people, but particularly the next generation, and even more particularly, uh, the next generation of public school students. Biblical literacy is at an all-time low, professions of faith at an all-time low, um, and things like anxiety, depression, suicide are at all-time highs. We know that those, it's not coincidental that <laughs> those things are the case. We have failed to install, to give, to pass along the foundation um, of our of our society, but more so the foundation that we all need in our lives, which is God's word. And uh, so we know that our students genuinely are without hope until they receive the word of God. And so we are moving with great urgency. We have to do something. And frankly, I just, the reason I'm committing my life to this is because in 2018, when I found out that you can do this, I was like, holy cow, what else am I going to do with my life that could be, you know, more, have a greater return on the investment of my time and my life than this, this strategy? Yeah, yeah. You mentioned um, biblical literacy. And it's funny you mentioned that. So the, the local congregation that I serve in, uh, we were just talking about that yesterday as a staff and how how illiterate most of the people are in our congregation about what the Bible says. And even, even to the fact where we take some verses out of context, because we just don't know what it means. Um, and so I, I appreciate the fact that you guys are willing to jump in and be another source of education for those who need to know what scripture says. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I'm glad you just said another source because one of our, commitments is that we want to be local church driven. We don't aim to replace or displace local churches in any way, shape or form. Quite to the contrary, we want to equip local churches with the tools to take advantage of this very legal uh, opportunity. And, and yeah, we want to, to uh, 
yeah, lay that foundation for students. And so our curriculum actually takes students through the entire Bible, Genesis through Revelation. Our typical classes are grades one through five. Kids will start in first grade in Genesis. And by the time they're done in fifth grade, they've they've finished Revelation. And every lesson has a threefold focus, head, heart, hands, head. What does the Bible story say? What is the information on the page? Heart, take a step back. How does this story fit into the broader, bigger picture story of the Bible? How is this part of the the gospel message? How does this point to Jesus, the true hero of the entire story? And then hands, if we rightly understand this, how are we transformed? How does our character become transformed uh, by this gospel message? And uh, I agree, biblical literacy, um, it's, you know, we, we talk about, public schools talk about um, serving the whole child. And so they want to provide health class and gym class and math class. And, you know, it's like, and yet we've taken out the foundation, the most important piece. Yeah. You mentioned at the beginning, Joel, about 350 schools. Is that correct? As of right now, we're confirmed in 325, but I wouldn't be surprised if we're closer to 350 by the end of the school year. Okay. So 325 to 350 schools with um, a number of churches that have jumped on board to partner with you. So I know that Liz Holtz, who's one of our our own here in in the Church of God in Ohio, uh, she's one of your your ambassadors uh, for for LifeWise. I can't. I don't think. I think. I don't think that's the term that you guys use. Um, well, she she was a co- a coach, but she's been rising quickly through the ranks, and so now she's like a manager of many coaches. A manager of coaches. That's that's big shoes to wear, right? That's so right. That's right. I know that I know that her congregation, right there, Avenue Church in Ontario, are heavily involved in LifeWise. So, if one of our pastors was listening to the podcast today, and just was like a spark, you know, Holy Spirit was saying, "You should check these guys out." What What does a local congregation do to get involved with this partnership with LifeWise? Yeah, well, it really depends. It's a great question, and it depends on where things are at with that community and LifeWise already. So if LifeWise does, if there's not a a whiff of LifeWise in the community, then it would be to um, go to our website and help begin the process. We have a 10-step launch process to get a LifeWise started. It starts with a signature campaign, basically a petition, and that's done through our website. So you can go online, you can click find your school, you can find any school district in the nation, you can find out if there's already an effort underway. And if there's not, you can start that today. Even if you're not going to be a leader in the program, you can sign the list, send the link around, gather the signatures, and the, and really just see how the Lord raises up people in your community. If there's already an effort underway, then there's a variety of opportunities, right? Because there's needs for volunteers, there's needs for teachers, and there's certainly needs for churches to be engaged. We know that LifeWise is just a tool. It is just a bridge. We are going to introduce kids to the Bible. We are going to introduce kids to the gospel, but we are going to quickly and repeatedly tell kids to get connected to a local church, right? We're just a bridge. You got to get connected. And so um, we desire desperately to uh, connect with local churches in any way. Ultimately, to answer your question simply, get to the website, check it out, watch the videos, all of that, and find your local school to get engaged. Friends, if you Google LifeWise Academy and you go to their website, there is a lot of good information there. 
Uh, I perused a little bit the other day just to kind of check things out before this podcast, before this interview. And, and I was impressed with um, really some of the things that you guys lay out very well. Even the, I know I asked you about the separation from church and state. You guys lay that out very well in, in your on your website and what what's to be known about that. Um, how a church can get involved. Um, very good information on that website. Can you give us that web address just for just for our sake? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. It's lifewise.org. That's L-I-F-E-W-I-S-E dot O-R-G, lifewise.org. Awesome. Joel, I know you kind of said this already, but just for clarity, I, I just want to make sure why you think it's important for this partnership between LifeWise and the Big C Church, why is that so important for you guys? Well, we see that we are just a manifestation of the church. I mean, um, it isn't really LifeWise versus the church or even LifeWise and the church. I mean, we, we, are, we are the church. I, I'm a part of a local church, and out of the fullness of my relationship with the Lord and being connected to the church and under the authority of my local church leadership, I'm empowered to do something really exciting, like start and lead this ministry. And then all of the people that serve uh, are part of it, part of a church. And, and that's, we, that's, that's not just talk. That's very important to us. Like when we have a steering committee, they have to just even be on a local steering committee. You have to indicate to us what church you're a part of and who you're local and put in the name of a local church leader and their contact information. And they will get, an email saying, hey, are you sure this person should be a part of this steering committee? Because we recognize that, that we're we're part of something much bigger. We're not this rogue operation. We're just local Christians, and um, and we're, but we're able to link arms in this special way. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate your heart with that. I think sometimes um, the big C church and kind of parachurch organization. Sometimes there's this competition between the two, um, versus a partnership. And you, you've, you've mentioned the word bridge a lot. Um, and so I appreciate that, that heart in that with being a bridge. And I, I hope friends that as you've listened to this interview and just this small conversation with Joel, um, that there's some things that you, that you listen to one, how you can be a partner. Um, but secondly, uh, that you'll, you'll seriously consider what you can do in your congregation and your school, uh, to make a difference and to come alongside of LifeWise. Uh, I know, um, as I said before, Liz has been a table host at a couple of Kogo events. Uh, hopefully she'll do the a general assembly again this year representing LifeWise. Um, but if you do, you do see her, you know, make sure you jump on and have a conversation with her. Otherwise, reach out to Joel. Check out their website, lifewise.org. Um, I, again, I know Julie, her, his secretary, will do anything he she can to help you guys out as well. So, Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate the opportunity. Um, yeah, we'd love to engage with anybody and everybody um, because the need is so great. And what we're finding is the opportunity is equally as great. Joel, thank you so much once again for joining us today on the Kogo Podcast. We really do appreciate your insight about LifeWise Academy. And friends, I hope that you will take the opportunity to jump on LifeWise's website. Again, that website is lifewise.org. And you can get some information about how you and your congregation can be a part of the LifeWise mission as it seeks to uh, really help kids 
and families really learn about scripture. Friends, that's all we have for the Kogel Podcast today. I hope that your day goes well. May you be blessed. And we look forward to seeing you soon right back here on the Kogel Podcast. This is R.W. Moody, the Next Gen Pastor with Kogel, signing off. Have a great day.